So it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Tweets of the Week. Tweets of the Week. Let's see how the segment goes now that you don't have Twitter. These are all fresh. Fresh. Kelly, Kelly got to pick them. Okay. All right. So fortunately, we got Kelly the intern working on these tweets because you no longer see them without Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So this is the first time Joanna's seeing it. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Um, so we've got a lot of Farley comments right off the oh, bat. Geez. So Caitlin K tweeted in and said, someone please explain the headline to run Pacer. And it was uh, an article from the DCist and the headline is red line wedding Metro fires 20 managers. Farley, what do you think that means? Red line wedding. Mm-hmm. Metro fires 20 managers. Uh, all I can think of is, um, Billy Idol's white wedding. Mm-hmm. It's not. So it's it's not a uh, reference to something that's uh, spelled and pronounced totally different. Oh, okay, but um, I have no idea. Well, take take a guess. We we have we have like three or four sources for pop culture. Uh, okay, so this is. <laughs> you have like a twenty five percent chance of probably getting this something right. to do with Game of Thrones. Correct. Yes. Ding ding ding. Yeah. I was I was gonna go with the uh, the the. Wizard or sorcerer, but uh, I couldn't Harry think of Potter. I couldn't the, think of the, the Wizards of, of Waverly yeah. Place. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think of Harry Potter, so uh-huh. I went with Game of Thrones. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, what does that have to do with Game of Thrones? The Red Wedding comes from Game of okay. Thrones, mm-hmm. and so calling it the Red Line Wedding, okay, is uh, yeah. pop and in culture. the Red Line Wedding, I mean, in the Red Wedding, like everyone uh, dies. Well, spoilers, much? Well, I'm not going to watch it, it's, so that's fine. Yeah. And yeah. sorry to our listeners, but it's that was like two seasons ago, right? You should, yeah, season three. You should know that by now. Yeah. And if you don't, is it any surprise? Everyone dies in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like period pieces. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you remember the story that you told Chris about uh, London escaping from the dog park? Yes. So Brian Knight tweeted in and asked, did Run Pacer fix the gate at the dog park? And linked to an article in the Arlington Now News about a stuck gate. Yeah, I saw that. I got actually a couple comments from that, uh, from people in the wild who mentioned that they listened to the show and they were wondering if I was locked in the Arlington uh, dog park. But uh, fortunately, I should say no, I wasn't. I wish that the gates were locked that day Uh I was there. Uh, That would have saved me a lot of um, headaches when I went home last week when Julie listened to the show about uh, (laughs) London escaping. Oh, give us an update on that. Yeah, well, she said, uh, can you go ahead and, you know, give me, uh, let me know what you're going to talk about before you talk about it on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd appreciate the heads up beforehand. Did you give her a heads up that uh, you're going to be talking about that story? (laughs) Uh, No, I didn't. I will now because this is not going to go out to Wednesday. Thank you for, for telling me to do so. Oh, man. Yeah. What a complicated life you <laughs> It is. I do. I do. But, yeah, I know I was not there, but I thought that was a funny story that those gates that were broken and couldn't close now all of a sudden became broken and locked everybody in. And they couldn't open. They couldn't open. Right. So kind of odd, but glad everybody got out safely. Um, Kevin King also tweeted and said, they couldn't pay Ren Pacer to wear these. Hashtag long live the long short. And it's a picture of a five inch inseam display. Five inch is a little short for me. Just a little short. I usually go seven, nine, uh, but five inch, you know. Why do you think that's interesting? 
Each its own. <laughs> Way more interesting than the Game of Thrones reference. Well, Sadia Morthy did ask, is five inches the line of demarcation? I like that, too. Yeah. I think it's demarcation, yes. <laughs> Whatever that means. I think seven is for you. Yeah. All right. Seven inches is where I go. Generally. <laughs> Nine inches, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. And uh, Kevin King also said, love that on 523.16, lots have abandoned their New Year's resolutions, but Run Pacer is still keeping up with gambling more. Yeah, of course. I mean, what else is there in life than gambling? Um, Actually, you know, uh, a fellow from the Folger Shakespeare Library came into the store this week, and do you know what he is writing a paper on or doing research on? Degenerate gamblers with a running problem? (laughs) Um, Well, I don't know that they had a running problem, but yes, gambling in the Renaissance era, which was punishable by jail. You went to jail if you were a gambler in those days. Wow. Okay. Glad I'm not in those days. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, The... Pace the Nation bump continues. So struggling runner tweeted in about Ashley Higginson, who had a three-second personal best at the Hoka Mid-Distance Classic. Wow, I didn't. I didn't. That flew under the radar for me. Yeah, she ran four eight. I did. I knew that she ran well, but uh, so three seconds what? for like a world-class athlete like that. I mean, that's it's pretty solid. Time. That's big time. It's not the five seconds. Well, because as we explained, there's an exponential decay mm-hmm. um, based on when you appeared on the show and when you raced. Got it. Uh, so she aired, um, that's E-R-R-E-D, uh, by being on the show and not racing for so long. Right. She should have like jumped in a race the next, the day, next day and then she would have run a 405. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I think that's logic or science. It's science. science. And I don't know that we explained that to her. So we should probably yeah. give guests this information so that mm-hmm. they can come on the show accordingly. Right. Or we should just go on the road to mm-hmm. races. Yeah. Accordingly. Um, and, and finally, with Kevin King, um, I've already stolen this thunder, but Kevin King did tweet in to say that Memorial Day is coming. So get ready for your Twitter feed to be just a touch quieter. Yeah, well, Joanna and Kevin King. I don't know what the internet's going to do without the two of us. I think Kevin King is underplaying the number of entries in the document that are Kevin King tweets. Yeah. Uh, I think intern Kelly is dancing for joy right, right. now. That this uh, is gonna be reading this, easier. finding out that she yeah. doesn't have to uh, cut and paste all of Kevin's tweets into the document each week. Uh, and Sadia Morthy had a great question this week on twitter and he asked why do people keep loaning jotorius dc their cars and i have a great answer for that because i don't have a car yes why do they well i don't think that was the reason he was asking the question <laughs> no, but, i don't think so right. either everything always ends up okay nobody's car has gone through anything that's ticketed yeah but i paid the ticket no yeah. harm Lock, no foul locked the keys locked in the car in. and she actually yeah, had a, right. that's true got the keys out of the car no yeah, harm right. no foul okay. wasted gas right. well it wasn't running oh it wasn't running so, no, no. so the okay. keys are just in the ignition, but the car wasn't running? Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. That's true. And I learned a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. How to steal a car. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't step know how to, one. Yeah, right. step one. I need yeah. to get to the hot, hot wire. wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that? How's that? What's an update on that? Well, I think I learned best in um, high pressure situations. So right. I think I'm I'm going to have to... So we start yelling at you right now? No, no, no. I mean, I, I think that I need to be in a situation mm-hmm. where like I have to hot wire a car yeah. or it's like life or death. 
So well, that's where I, that's where I was going with that. <laughs> um, so one of my flock ladies, Erica, tweeted in to say Monday night ritual: cooking dinner and listening to Pace the Nation. Nice. That's a good, that's a good ritual. That's Love a good that. ritual. Yeah. yeah. Um, she probably was not too happy about Farley's uh, food ba- food bashing. <laughs> I bet you. Sorry, Erica. And what if Erica makes her dinner that fast as the, as the, as the video? Oh, yeah, that's true. All right. Sorry about that. I don't want to bash listeners. I was just bashing that in general. Unless mm-hmm. you're a listener and then you get a pass. So on our last episode, we had Mark Drath. Um, and so Mark Johnson tweeted in to say, nice job, Mr. Drath talks. I liked the Happy Jack insert by The Who. Reps are great guests. Yeah, I heard that on the final uh, polished episode. Happy Jack, is that um, The Who? Is that what Mark said? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct, yeah. Okay. All right, I do know The Who. All mm-hmm. right. I didn't know the song Happy Jack. Do you um, know why he played Happy Jack? I'm not sure why he played Happy Jack. I think he referenced Jack. The um, movie, Jack, we were talking about Jack the movie with Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. Where he's no, like the big kid. No, I don't think we were. <laughs> no, I don't think we were. Uh, Mark has a dog named Jack. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Sorry, Mark and Mark. Um, and Mark did tweet in and say, thanks for having me on. Hashtag dream come true. Yeah. Even though you got caught in a fact check and David Beckham is six feet tall. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. What do you say? He was five he said he was short. Yeah. Well, who knows? Those... Wikipedia sites aren't always correct. And if we'll remember the story of Chris driving to the Runch Run on Wednesday, Andy tweeted in to say, I've always wondered where people were going that drive around Haynes Point so that since that road doesn't go anywhere. And now I know. Yeah. Solid tweet. Yeah. You're going to uh, the Salkany Runch Run. <laughs> run. That's where you're going. It does go somewhere. You can get there. I just didn't. I don't know. It wasn't a well-thought-out plan to get to Navy Yard. I do admit that. We got there. Yeah, you got to your destination at the end. That's what matters. Right. Eva tweeted in to say, not usually a weekday AM runner, but hadn't listened to episode 55 yet, so that motivated me to get out of bed this morning. Nice. That's that's why we do the show, right? Right. Thanks for the cookies, too. So that people can run once during the week. <laughs> and then the other six days of the week are on you. Well, but that's why we have more shows. Yeah, right? yeah. Split yeah. it okay. up. They can split up all the tweets and uh, trivia shows and all the other stuff we put out. Well, I hope Eva continues to join me in the mornings instead of running in the evenings. Um, Chris Bouquet actually had a pretty good suggestion. He said after Farley's mention of gangster rap, perhaps a Pace the Nation Spotify playlist could be created with the host's favorite songs. All right, how does that work? What do you? What's a? Is spo- that social media? Joanna can't do it. <laughs> um, no, I don't think Spotify is social media. Yeah, I'm not going to count Spotify because I didn't delete that off my phone. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to. So what it. do you do? You say, all right, here's my favorite songs. Here's your favorite songs. We put them together in a. And then people can listen to it. Yeah, and, and you can share, share the playlist. Yeah. Okay, I think that's a great idea, Chris. I will start my list now. I'm writing them down. So maybe in like six months we'll have something for you. Yeah, yeah. great suggestion to have Farley make a list in the middle of the show. <laughs> I love lists. So Leanna, our number one fan in Michigan, who we haven't heard from in a while, tweeted in to say, catching up on Pace the Nation again, had have to stop falling behind. Yeah, I thought, to be honest, I thought Leanna was hanging out with Chris Chaton, <laughs> uh, doing everything except listening to the show. 
Uh, so welcome back. Well, she did binge the first time, so yeah. we did we did ask if maybe <laughs> yeah. she was going to wait and binge again. Yeah, yeah. We weren't putting we weren't putting content out fast enough for her. More shows. Yeah. Again, we need to go to this five day format. All oh. right, I got my list uh, so far. I got Dave Matthews Two Step, Doctor oh Dre Dre Day, <laughs> uh, Counting Crows Rain King, uh, and then I got like three or four. Notorious B.I.G. songs. There's no Justin Timberlake on this list? No, not yet. Okay. Th- this is my list so far, though. So uh-huh. uh, let's make that Spotify list. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and do it? <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> Maybe we should talk to Intern Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, and that's actually all of our tweets for this week. Quiet I, week, huh? I, uh, I, I wanted to... So for some reason, one of our guests wanted Docs to open this on air. I literally have no idea because I didn't open it, but I'm handing him a Saucony box with the shoes in his size. Oh, these are nine and a half Sauconys. Green shoes in Green nine shoes and a half. Nine and a half. What? What? The, the laces aren't in there. Um, there's a card in there. All right. Well, it looks like it was Brandon Boucher's card in there. So they're they're the green shoes, which are also known as the Canfara. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're in nine and a half. Yes. Um, which actually I wore, um, not these, not these not shoes. I, I, I wore the, um, the samplers that they had at the runch last week and, yep. and, and, uh, they felt good. So I'm excited to have nine and a half green shoes now. Well, Brandon put those together for you and he put his card in there. So there you go. Well, uh, interesting choice of words. There's, uh, no laces in here <laughs> and no, um, the soles Ins- aren't in there, so it so actually doesn't okay. seem like he'd put anything together. Well, you know what you could do, though? You could make a video and speed up <laughs> oh, the, the time no. of you please putting the no. shoe together. Farley, you would anything love that. It's, that. it's shoe-related. That. Oh, I, I would. Maybe I'd like those videos. Um, so I sent you guys a text this week, and I don't know where it fits in, but it's probably appropriate for um, this show. Okay. The um, tweets of the week. Okay. Yeah, for the tweets of the week, because we also include text messages sometimes <laughs> in, in, in the tweets. But there was a, and I think I saw it on Twitter, so it, it should qualify anyways, even though it wasn't a tweet to us. Um, it was the the restaurant in Japan that oh, right, yes. had uh, oversized stuffed animals to place at the table with, yes. with, with people who are eating by themselves. To give them company. Yeah. Right. How incredible is that? I love <laughs> Japan. Like, Japan is so cool. Let me just read from uh, the uh, the tweet that or the text Doc sent us. Restaurant in Japan tries to make dining alone less awkward by seating patrons with stu- giant stuffed animals. So it's got a picture of this woman sipping tea, uh, and across from her is a giant. I- I'm not sure what kind of bear or I thought it was a yeah um, some, some sort of. It's really difficult to say what kind it is. It's like an out-of-water manatee. A manatee <laughs> with a top hat. <laughs> the top hat is really what makes yeah. it. I mean, yeah. she's dining with a classy, distinguished classy. Yeah. stuffed animal. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. We, we we should road trip to Japan just just for that. Well, that was my suggestion was because okay. we, we're always talking about where, where Pace the Nation is going to go on a road trip. And I think that this adjusts the road trip rankings. So <laughs> do we all sit at our own tables yes. with our own stuffed animals <laughs> yes. and don't talk? Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's not a bad idea. Wouldn't it be interesting to see like which stuffed animals they choose would be a good 
Yeah, do you think that they partner. match you with a stuffed animal? I would think that should be part of the gimmick, right? Yeah. Like, to, you know, what's what's your spirit stuffed animal in Japan? <laughs> right. Joanna, guess what, guess what they would give for all three of us. Um, I think that Chris's stuffed animal would be... A very a very large pink rabbit. Mm-hmm. Okay, like right. Harvey the rabbit. Yeah. So Harvey the rabbit was uh, was a giant rabbit. Okay, then yes. Who was invisible? Oh, and he also has to be wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird, but all okay. That's fine. Um, and then for you, Docs, I think it's got to be a raccoon. Okay. It's got to be a very large raccoon. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. With a handbag. All right. Yeah. A large raccoon with a handbag. What about for you? Um, for me, it would definitely be a grizzly bear. Okay. Wearing an apron. Life size or, or miniature? Life size. They're like 11 feet tall. Poor poor waiter or waitress that has to bring <laughs> that over. All right. Where do they get these? Do they go to the country fair and then play those? Play the games? Yeah. The those, ring toss? The ring toss. <laughs> or the... Whack-a-mole and mm-hmm. you know. well, there's actually a store I think on 14th Street that sells overstuffed animals like that. It's like right by Church Key. If that store is doing well, <laughs> I mean, what is this world coming to? It is so sketchy. I once tried to go in there because the sign says by appointment only, and everything in the window is super dusty. So I was like, I have to see what's in this store. And I went, I went in once, and they were very angry that I got in the store. They're like, How did you get in here? What are you doing in here? Wow. Mm-hmm. So. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they really do just sell overstuffed animals, but Does, it seems like maybe something else happens there. Is it overstuffed animals, or is it like a taxidermy place, or is it just like? No, a, no, no. It's like it's it's not a taxidermy place. It's uh-huh. like like overstuffed um, children's toys. But if it's by appointment only, um, and everything's dusty, I wouldn't have gone in. My my, <laughs> I wouldn't have been curious about it. I would have been certain that this place is a front for an illegal yeah, business. Yeah, that's true. But Which, wouldn't you wouldn't have been curious to just go inside? Oh, I'm very curious, but I didn't think I would leave if I went inside. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you got very lucky. They were upset you were in there. 14th Street, that's a high-rent district. Yeah, well, maybe they've been there so long that they own their space. Okay. That's possible. Okay. All right, so I'm, I'm interested in this, this shop. Uh, tweet us if you guys have been to this shop. And maybe they do all of their business with Japan. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking or the same maybe, thing. Maybe, maybe they, they uh, there's like, is there a, like a Japanese noodle place right next door? <laughs> well, remember how with the Edison bulbs we had that woman reach out to us? Yes. Maybe somebody in Japan found this store and then that, that's, that's yeah, their could business. Be the way they done, yeah. they, that happened. All right, well, that's, I, I will that's go That's the to, most likely scenario. I, I, I want to <laughs> check that out. Where, which side of 14th Street? It's the same side of the street as Church Key. It's just a couple doors down. From Church Key. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go I'm there tonight. exactly where that is. Yeah, I'm going to go check it out. Maybe buy myself an oversized stuffed animal to sit with at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like until it catches on. It's yeah. Just bring your own stuffed animal <laughs> yeah. uh, for, the, for the moment. Yeah. All right. And there's your tweets and texts of the week. I have another story. Oh, okay. When I was in college, or actually right after college, I was a, an assistant coach 
and but not paid. And I was washing windows for cash, mm-hmm. like in uh, professional buildings in Charlottesville. In Charlottesville, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would get other people. So I'd get some of my teammates or my the head coach who was not making much money. Like I would I would say, okay, hey, I got this, and it's a lot of cash, so we'll split it. And so I did this once right before we went on a, a track meet trip. So we had to leave, like meet the bus at 3 o'clock, and we were going to drive down to South Carolina. And so I was washing the windows with my coach, except the reality is that uh, I washed most of the windows, and then he went inside the hair place and had coffee with the and, and, and chatted with the hairdressers. Uh, but anyway... Uh, for for tax reasons, they would write the check. They couldn't write always the check to me, so they would pay him, and then he'd pay me under the table, right? Okay. Or like whoever I brought over there, they would write the check, and then they would cash it and split it with me. So, like I got paid, and I'm still cleaning up and finishing stuff up. And my coach is like, "Hey, I'm going to go to the uh, the bank. I'm going to cash this, and I'll be right back." So he goes, he gets his cash, and and he drives up, and he says. He's like, um, here you go. And he hands it to me and hands me an envelope and I put it in my pocket. He's like, aren't you going to count it? And I was like, no, I trust you. And he's like, well, I'd feel better if you counted it. And I was like, we, dude, we got to go. <laughs> um, we we got to go. I'll meet you at the bus like in 20 minutes, whatever. He's like, okay, all right, whatever. So he leaves. And of course, I'm suspicious, which is why I didn't want to count it. So I get in my car and I, I count everything up. And sure enough, it's short 20 bucks, right? So then I take another 30 bucks out. Uh, and put it in my pocket and then put the envelope into my other pocket. Uh-huh. And I go back to my house and I grab the bag. I grab my bag for the trip and I get on the bus and I go sit in the seat next to him. And he's talking to Raymond and he says, um, he's like, hey, Tim, come on. I really want you to uh, count uh, that. I, yeah, I really want you to count the, the money. Let's just make sure everything's squ- fair and square. And I was like, all right, fine. So I pull the envelope out and I count everything. I count it in front of him and I was like, ha, ha, ha. It's $50 short. And the look on his face nah. was great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> because he, he only, knew it was 20. He only short. shorted me 20, and yeah. he had 20 bucks in his. And, and he was like, wait, wait, what? Is $50 short? What? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, very funny. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, That's I great. counted it. Give me my 50 bucks. Did he give you 50? <laughs> no. Aww. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that story. Yeah. Admit, I don't know what we were talking about last week. That made me think of that. So we, I think we were talking about something on the show last week because I wrote that down in my notes, but it never, it never came up. So I just wanted to tell that story. 